welcome back to uh, the Unknown Quarter episode number um, uh, episode number I forgot. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got Topher again. Like Topher. Uh, we got uh, special guest Atlas for this episode. It's episode seven. Thank you, thank you, magical you pod man from the sky. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And hey, well, welcome Atlas to the show. I want to thank y'all for having me. Oh, oh. awesome! So, um, I know well, we have told... you for for dinner. Um... Mm. <laughs> 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 um, go on. So this is another football story, and uh, not quite this in the sense that we've been doing football stories because we're not really going to be focusing on a game, well, kind of a game, but not really going over details of the game. More so the events surrounding this game because a lot of shit went down. So, uh, so basically, the home team that, at least my favorite team and the team that I live near, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, are a team that are obviously so beloved in the city that them basically not succeeding in the fan base is impossible. Like, the fans will always go to the games, even if they're, they're dog shit. So you would think that that would never, there would never ever be a chance of them moving, at least not, at least if it was like back in the 40s or 30s or something, then maybe they would move, but not anytime recently. But it surprisingly almost happened. Um, they almost, at one time, moved to the greener, uh, well, browner, yellow dunes of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, yeah. At the time, the Colts, who were in uh, Baltimore, moved to Indianapolis in 1984. Funnily enough, the way they did that was their owner like like got all the the equipment and all the office stuff and all the people, and he just shipped them out overnight. Just snuck them out of the town, low key, okay. and just like went to Indianapolis. So and, like they wanted to do that in secret. Yeah, they they did it in secret, and it, it worked. They they. Got and everybody in Baltimore was pissed off the next morning, um, <laughs> and they were pissed off because they didn't have a team. And they would get a team, which was the Browns, and they became the Ravens. And guess what? The Browns—they snuck away from Cleveland. You know, same, basically same deal. Like about, I want to say, ten years later, eleven years later, something like that. So, um, but before all this, the Eagles were owned by a man named Leonard Toast. A toast, toast, toast. He's not your breakfast. Don't eat him. Oh, maybe you can. He's dead, though. Uh, <laughs> he made his fortune in the trucking industry and was one of the 100 investors who bought the Eagles in 1949. However, he basically fought them in a tournament to become the, the majority owner in 1969, or a.k.a. just bought their shares in the team slowly but surely. Um, and helped usher in a successful period in the 70s and and. 1980, the Eagles made their first Super Bowl and lost because the Eagles could have all the success they wanted, but they weren't making, they weren't going to win that Super Bowl until recently. But we'll get to that another time. Um, but that's a spoiler, dude. As many, sorry, as many, I feel like as many rich people are, uh, they're not very responsible with their money, and neither was he. He was a heavy gambler, and very quickly got himself into deep debt. Owning a football team 
but being in massive debt is not a situation you want to be in. Um, so he was planning, at least as we know, planning on selling a minority interest in the team to a real estate developer named James Monaghan. Monaghan, I, I guess that's how you say it. Um, with the stipulation that the club moved to Phoenix at the end of the season. So this was in 1984. This was actually 80, yeah, 84. Um, this scared people. I mean, you can imagine. Uh, the brass, the Eagles brass had reportedly checked out office space in Phoenix, and the deal was all but done, reports indicated. Now, it's hard to, like, make this, like, a what happened kind of thing, because we know it didn't fucking happen, but I'm doing my best. Okay. It's like a story that's spoiled from the moment it starts because you know what actually happened. Otherwise, this would be really weird. <laughs> Phoenix? Phoenix Eagles? Just how you did it with the Super Bowl. Well, shut up. <laughs> uh, when the story broke in the Arizona Republic, a local newspaper, uh, attention surrounded the Eagles owner as reporters tried to figure out what, it, what the fuck was going on. <laughs> They had one more game to play in their shitty 1984 season that saw them go six, eight, and one. So this was this was after their successful period in the 70s. They were on the the downward slide at this point, and they wouldn't be good again until the late 80s. So it kind of was all fitting together. The, the owners in a bad place financially, and the team's not doing great. So at the time, it kind of was believable in a way, you know. Attendance wasn't a problem. Fans were still showing oh, yeah. up, but you know that's not that doesn't was. always matter. You know, sometimes yeah, like, but you also want ratings and you want ratings. Like you want, I mean, not not just ratings too, but you want like, you know, sometimes it's just it can you can gain like when the Rams moved recently, they went from St. Louis back to Los Angeles, big bigger market, bigger advertising, all that stuff. In any case, uh, when fans heard the news, they held vigils outside Veterans Stadium in fear of losing the team. Uh, Mayor Wilson Good proclaimed he was willing to do whatever it took to keep the team in the city. So even the mayor's going all out like this. They ain't, they ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Senator Dennis DeConcini of Arizona um said that the move, which reportedly would involve Toast selling 25% of the club, is virtually assured and plans called for the announcement Monday. I have a very reliable source who says that this is going to happen, the senator said. I'll be very surprised if the move didn't doesn't take place. And this is in a newspaper and all, and people are like hearing about this. this, is, this now we're starting to sweat. Now we're like, we can't, can't not. I mean, they're, they're legit. You know, at, at this time and 30 six years later they're still the most popular team in the city so it's it's not just losing a team it's losing like one of the things your city's known for at this point it's like losing the liberty bell for yeah, all of independence like, hall it should be tragic so I imagine i was losing eagles <laughs> but they had a game to play they flew to atlanta to play the three and twelve falcons only fifteen thousand people attended the game the lowest for any eagles game in since 1962 15,000 people that's less than a hockey arena <laughs> that's that's incredibly tiny but yeah you see two below 500 teams play each other no especially in 
poor conditions later in the season than this is now. <laughs> I'm always watching that. Well, that but, I mean, most of the happened. crowd was Eagles fans because back then and now Eagles fans still travel ridiculously well. Check out the, the Chargers game from 2017. They, like, packed stadium. It was not in, so in, San, in Los Angeles, not San Diego. Not San Diego anymore. I really don't get that. Like, like I, it, I understand, like, a Super Bowl or the playoffs, but, like, it's like a casual game, like, just leaving the city to just do it. You know, I mean, I'd be honest. If I, I had the money, I'd do it. But it's, it's. I mean, it's pricey, dude. I mean, you got to fly, you yeah. got to get the tickets, you got to stay in a hotel overnight. I mean, that's. I mean, maybe you don't have to stay in a hotel, but it'd be, you know, you'd be way more. No, I mean, a lot of people that do it probably have like relatives there. Or... I, I would love to do it though, but I mean, the money is ridiculous. Uh, an hour before kickoff, most of the people uh, walking around the stadium were wearing Eagles colors and carrying signs that said, don't take away our team, and the Eagles belong in Philadelphia. And it, this was in Atlanta, mind you. So, odd. I mean, I think, I think the owner was there traveling with the team. It's odd that the people showed up for that. They're showing up, and they're showing signs of support to the people of Atlanta who are like, what? We had our own shitty team to worry about. And the Super Bowl collapse to worry about in the next 30 years. Uh, but the game began, there was a negotiated settlement between the Eagles and the city. Infrastructure, veterans, stadium, lease, and added more luxury boxes. The Veterans Stadium is an incredibly shitty stadium, and uh, the luxury boxes did not make the experience of that any better. If, any, if you hear stories about people reminiscing about how great that that was it's solely because of the games they went there and watched and experienced it's not because the stadium was like this beautiful art structure it's very decrepit in fact a dude in the uh i think it was the 80s or 80s or 90s uh was catching a pass there and the way the turf was because they had artificial turf there it was like turf on top of like cement and he like twisted his legs so bad it like ruined his career like his kneecap went up into his thigh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> Especially playing football, of all things. Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> so, they're hearing reports that the Eagles are going to stay after all. The players uh, went through a surreal week of practice. They lost the game 26-10. to 10. There's so many distractions. They're like, wait, we're going to have to move. The players, it's even worse because they're going to have to move across the country if this is true. So, you know, fans are emotional. Players are emotional. Coaches, everybody. And the, and the Falcons fans are like, why are we even here? This team is terrible. But they're there. They're wow. there. At least like three of wow. them at the time. I, I, I guess we don't have to fight the Falcons for that. that fight. Fans. Uh, two days later, uh, NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle emergency meeting of the club owners to discuss the situation. Um, they're they're a major franchise, and he's you know he's not interested in nobody was interested in the Eagles leaving the city. The only person that would have benefited from this was the owner himself and the city of Phoenix because they didn't have a football team at the time, so they would have liked it. Um, so they were at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York. Uh, lasted most of the day, and while Rizal tried to put the best possible face on things when it was over there, 
Uh, when it was over, there was little doubt Tillis was on his way out. There was little doubt that the owner of the Eagles was going to be the not owner of the Eagles. He was going to be the owner of not football team, basically. They're going to say, get out of They recognized that they had to keep the Eagles in Philadelphia, but the owner was so deep in debt that he could not afford to keep the team, basically. Like, he had to sell it. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, buddy. You can sell the team, but you got to sell it to somebody who's going to keep it here. Here. And, and who uh, did he sell it to? Uh, he sold it to the city of... No, he sold it to um, a used car dealer from Florida. What? Named, uh, we got you now. Uh, he sold it to a used car dealer in Florida named Norman Brayman for $65 million. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of dough for like just a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. You think that's a lot of dough, but when Norman Brayman sold the team in 1994 to Jeffrey Lurie, who owns the team now, it was 185 million. Yeah, I I mean that's a different story, but like, right, but go on. Yeah, Norman Brayman owns the team now. Leonard Tos was in debt for a while. I'm sure after this. And I don't know how much money helped him. Um, movie producer Jeffrey Lurie will buy the team next. Nor- Nor- Norman Brayman's time as the owner of the Eagles was bad because even though he himself, I don't think he was in deep in debt, but he was just a cheap bastard. Um, he let a lot of franchise legends wow. walk, like Reggie White. And, I mean, like it was bad. Uh, like. You you ask like any like older Eagles fan about him and they'll say he was a bum. That's that's the go to, that's the go to like Eagles fan response about like stuff they don't like. It's like oh that guy's a bum. True. That guy's a bozo. Bozo? I mean, you could use bozo. I, mean, I a, will a, use bozo. That's a level up of bum is bozo because bozo was like a clown, like a hobo clown. Like at least he has a job. Yeah. Uh, so. All of this, you um, you're probably wondering, what about the city of Phoenix? They don't. Well, what they happened? Get, what they did they get think about? They're gonna get the uh-huh. Eagles. They're gonna be the Phoenix yeah, Eagles. I don't, I don't care about Phoenix. <laughs> no one, no one does. It's in the fucking desert. No one, one cares about Phoenix. Why would you want to live Phoenix in the desert? Uh, I want it. I, I want. Oh, you're still. I'm a, I still live in the desert. Really? How was that? Um, well, I was out last year in Texas. Here, stay in Chihuahua. Oh, it, was, uh, it was hot. <laughs> dry. I would hope. Rattles, snakes. Oh, no. Scorpion? Um, yeah. You Probably something. Did they rudely ask you to approach him? <laughs> what? Um, no, I, sh- I blew their heads off. Each time oh, I wow. Go. That's impressive. This is well, this is Mortal Kombat then. <laughs> well, this is not a family pod, so that is allowed. <laughs> Listen. Uh, well, anyway, Phoenix got their football mm-hmm. team not too long after. Four years later, they got the St. Louis Cardinals to move there to become the Phoenix Cardinals. And then they decided, hey, everybody in Arizona is going to get in on this. So they changed their name to the Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, 
I, I doubt that made anything. I, that's the thing. Phoenix has done that for a couple of their teams. They they went from like they like they did that with their hockey team. They went from Phoenix Coyotes to the Arizona Coyotes. They did that with their baseball. Oh, no, the baseball team was always Arizona. I don't know what the difference is. And like, is that going to make people that's feel more included? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I guess. Yeah, so the Cardinals were a team that were like was like super super old. Like they were like from the eighteen hundreds old. And then Chicago, and then they were in St. Louis, and then they're in Arizona. And um, they are widely considered to be one of the worst franchises in all of North American sports because they've existed since like eighteen ninety something, and they have like two championships, and one of them is like highly. Suspects, but they're in the desert now. They got a stadium, so they they got that going for them. So yeah, basically the story is, I don't think it was ever very likely that the Eagles were going to move, but it was at least possible if no one else stepped in. Um, because I mean, owners, I mean, they're irresponsible. I mean. I think back to probably even still in some ways irresponsible with their money. So the team's doing well, but I need money. I it's like JG Warren is like it's my money and I need it now. I have a football team been. I can sell. I don't care what you do with it afterwards. I'm glad it didn't happen though, because I've never that been, to been Eagle game. Bad. I can't but, imagine but. what like all of Philly sports and I don't know what team would have been like the, the popular one. To, I mean, this this uh, town. I think they would have got given them a, another football team. If I'm being honest, I, yeah. But uh, I we didn't get a football gone. team. We probably would have been like more flyers. They pro- yeah. But you know, I mean, considering the hype of of the Phillies and nah, uh we probably it, well, no. It would have been it would have been the Flyers because they were having a lot of success yeah. in the 1980s and. Um, yeah, the Phillies had a good year in '93, and not much else after that. Not until the the 2008 that whole era of winning. Oh, yeah, because um, the Sixers back in the 70s, right? Had a few good years in the '90s. Um, what's that? No, I mean this original story is back in the '70s. Ba- right? This this story happened in 1984, late 1984. Oh, 80, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Um, but now like my like. Some think, like one of my more fun memories is like going to Broad Street after like the Eagles one because that's when I really cared about sports. Why? Really yeah, I think I think the I think it's a possibility. And this is just me speculating. This isn't like something I looked up or anything because I don't know where you would look this up. Yeah, if the Eagles did lose a team, they would have gotten uh, another team, and I think it, very possibly they could have gotten like the Browns because the Browns were hmm. they they were going to move regardless. And it's the city that was scorned at the time was Baltimore. They wanted they lost the Colts to Indianapolis, but I feel like the football need would have been even bigger in Philadelphia as opposed to Baltimore because Philadelphia is a bigger market. Uh, yeah, so they would have had yeah, the, the Philadelphia. Maybe they would have named them the Eagles. Maybe the car the, the Phoenix Eagles would have I'm, been fun to speculate. I mean, we already had a nice stadium at the time. At the time, no, we didn't. It was that that stadium was crap. We didn't. The vet, the vet, it was still the vet at the time, and it would have been the vet until two and uh, so and it probably wouldn't have gotten that renovation, I guess, if we didn't keep doing no, uh, that. No, that place was just an old concrete death trap, <laughs> yeah, that broke that dude's ankle, 
Bro, that dude's that whole dude's leg and many others, I'm sure, got career-ending injuries from playing on that field. <laughs> this stadium, I'm gonna end this whole man's career. Pretty much, it, it, pretty much what it was. It had a jail cell in it too, and a judge. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it had a judge. I'm actually serious. Own about that. judge. <laughs> At least yeah, a part-time judge. Prisoners, I think, went back, like back in the day, went to professional football games to go see them back in the old. One shot me. Yeah, I never got to go to the vet because it was uh, demolished when I was very young, but um, it's probably not missing much. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's the whole story. Um, the Eagles ended up not moving. They ended up getting a shitty owner that cost them a lot of uh, very talented Hall of Fame players um, before they got their current owner, who has brought about the most success they've ever seen. Which it all worked out in the end. But it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes you just get stuck with a shitty owner. Um like the Cardinals, they have a shitty owner as well. All part of my plan that we should Probably. be able to vote out sports owners if they're bad. Well, they own them. It's not like a politician. It's like you know. I, I know, like you can't, like you can hire, you can fire a bad coach or a bad general manager or something, but you can't fire the owner. Yeah, but like there's a higher up, there's a higher up to the owner. I mean, not the owner of the coach. I mean, they're all higher up. Uh, the commissioner. Like, yeah, commissioner yeah, the, the commissioner, yeah, but they, they pay all the owners. Like, they, they control him. Oh, yeah. He, he has true. to make them happy. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks. Well, I guess, I mean. And this is kind of how all, all the sports I mean, teams work. I mean, I mean, if you're not making the commissioner happy, I'm guessing some under-disabled under work is going on, if you catch my drift. I, I don't, and I don't want to. Oh, Seth. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. You know, the current commissioner would not shock me. Um, <clears throat> well, Roger Goodell's a douchebag. That's yeah, all I got to say. Yeah. 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 I, would, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second. It would be third. Second. Well, you would third it. But, um... What else is there? Yeah, I mean that, that's that's pretty much. I mean, we've seen like like once when a team decides to move, it's 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 done. Like you, the fans can't really do much. The, the Chargers we yeah. saw recently, yeah, the Rams this is like one of the rare from Los Angeles, St. Louis back to Los Angeles. The Raiders just moved to Las Vegas. I mean, Atlanta, the city of it lost to Hockey Canada in the seventies. Yeah. They lost the Flames to Calgary. And they lost recently Thrashers to Winnipeg. So both believe it was due to bad ownership, which, you know, the moral of this bad ownership can cost you even fans are interested. Sometimes fans can be interested and don't put a good product out there and they're not going to go to games. It's that simple. Um, if you. This is just, it's its how sports kind of like everywhere are structured. It's, the owner has, the, you know, if he wants to move, I mean, unless the league can step in. It's, yeah, but like, if it's not a bad financial decision, then like, they're not, there's no league. That, yeah, exactly. The Chargers going from smaller San Diego to the Los Angeles market, even though 
nobody's going to their games is still a <laughs> smarter financial move because you can make more money in advertising and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The Eagles did not move. They were saved, and they will never, ever, ever move. Don't it is literally that, impossible. I, it is literally impossible. If they try, to if they try dude, I'm I'm there. Unless unless it gets handed over to like his ex-wife, then maybe. But I don't think the NFL would allow it. Like you'd have to talk about that that apocalyptic circumstances of of something like that happening. <laughs> Especially since they just won the Super Bowl. Like like they're they're packing the stadium every single game in the year. Oh yeah. Okay. I would imagine. So, that's it. What'd you think? Uh, I guess. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, I would have been a disaster if that actually happened. But no, it's, I'm glad. It's a fascinating I'm glad story. That I feel, I, yeah, I'm glad that I, like, I feel your pride stands true, like, even back then. Like, made stopping that. I mean, yeah, and the local government even stepped in to try to make sure they didn't leave because pretty sure they well, did I mean, bring in money yeah. for the, yeah. Well, yeah, city. of course. I mean, we have a lot of teams here, but you know, like the Eagles, especially nowadays, number one. Yeah, well, football's the most pop- football's like one of the most most profitable sports anyway. That's true. I reckon it. I reckon it's the most popular because baseball's kind of. Well, I mean, yeah, that's just my. Opinion. I mean, yeah. I like baseball, but yeah, overall popularity. I mean, even among younger people, is probably football. Like, well, you can understand <laughs> someone's. Uh, someone's uninterest in football, uh, baseball. Like it's more yeah, yeah. I mean, I never – I like – I enjoy baseball, but I can understand why people don't. Like, I, I totally get it. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's it for, for this week's episode. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll be back in two weeks with episode eight. I remembered the episode. I can count this time. Um, thanks for joining us, both of you. We'll be back. Make sure to check out our social medias at Philosophy Pod on Twitter and uh, on Facebook. And um, leave uh, a like, please share. Please uh, spread it out, especially to your Eagles fans who can suffer and maybe, can maybe almost feel what it felt like back then to the Eagles fans of that day to be terrified. Uh, check. I don't know what that feels like. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so. Oh, you had oh, to drop God. that right at the end of the episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a discussion. So. Before, before we lose the people listening, uh, goodbye. <laughs>